0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Have you ever talked to teenagers? No. I mean, they're amazing and I actually, that's one of my favorite ages. I love that age. But when you talk to one who doesn't know you, you get nothing. You just get, it's just... And, and it's in point. their own, they're in their own head. We actually, there was a bunch of Girl Scouts at an event I was, I was at for uh, Secondhand Hounds. And they were raising money for Secondhand Hounds. I was like, tell me about your products. And they're like, we made these bracelets to raise money. <laughs> and they were Girl Scouts. And I was like, I was starting to feel insecure. I was like, is my outfit ugly? Is my hair ugly? Like, what,
2: do they hate me? And I'm like, oh, no, they're teenagers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, they right? are.
2: Isn't it amazing how they make you feel, like, insecure about yourself? Oh. You're like, oh, my gosh. The neighbor, McKenna, she, her and I have the uh, the same birthday. She just turned 15. Or
1: Yep, she just turned 15. And she said to me, that's my favorite shirt you own. And I thought to myself, does she hate all my other shirts? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You're,
3: you're probably, I mean, probably, really well.
1: right? It's like,
3: Good God. So now,
1: if I have the choice, I always grab that one. Mm-hmm.
2: That's my favorite shirt you own. I had that happen, too, recently. My friend's daughter, I invited her to something because when I need a plus one, she's at the, kind of at the right age to take her to fun things. And she didn't text me back. And I thought, oh, my gosh, have I hit that age where I'm just, like, so uncool. I can't even take her to a Hollywood event. And then I saw her mom at a workout class, and she just said, oh, Maddie's phone, like, broke, and it's been out of service for three days. And here I am feeling super insecure <laughs> mm-hmm. that I was no longer cool for her to text me back. Oh. I mean, Rudy's daughter, I made her a
1: couple bracelets for her birthday, wrote thank you, and I wrote like a paragraph back, and I go, that's too much. Oh, no. I can't, that's mortified. Oh, she's yeah. she hates me.
4: So on her birthday on Tuesday, I said, hey, by the way, did you text Brittany thank you? And she was like, yeah. And it was the first time they had ever had a communication together. And, uh, and my daughter went, yeah. I said, well, did Brittany say anything back? And all she did was hold up her phone and then scroll. Oh, and God, just kept I scrolling. That. I was like, did you read all that? She's like, uh-huh. I was like, I would have been done three sentences is in. I'm, no, it's too much.
2: She, <laughs> did you get a response for it? Yeah, I, it's fine, but I was
1: like, after I wrote, because I was about to jump into a tennis game, so I wanted to get it all out, because I didn't want her to feel vulnerable. Like, she made me feel. <laughs> <laughs> but she wrote back. She was lovely. But even when I was writing, I was like, this is, oh, no. After I pushed door, I was like, she asked me what her favorite song was, and I wanted to give her options. I just, I spiraled. I'm <laughs> so <laughs>
2: And everyone's a boomer to someone who's a teenager, so she's like, oh, boomer. (laughs) I just want her to think I'm cool. It's a disease
1: I have. Does she want to see puppies? I'll bring her to the rescue. What does she want from me? Mm -hmm. I will do it.
4: I do hate the fact that everybody makes fun of boomers. It drives me insane that this, like, a millennial will say, like, okay, boomer, okay. It's like, well, if it wasn't for boomers, like, we wouldn't have bridges and roads, you idiots. That's correct. Like, why are you guys – and don't forget, I don't know if you know this, life is cyclical. <clears throat> One day millennials will be boomers, yep. so stop yep. making fun we'll of them. We'll be going
2: millennials.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> but the only problem we have, of course, is that we came along right after the greatest generation, and there's a hell of a lot – I'm sorry, but you do have a lot of pressure on you – because that greatest generation, my parents, gave their lives. My parents didn't give their lives, but friends of my parents, all the rest of in World War II. To follow that generation is a bitch. So mm-hmm. don't be too hard on the boomers, is all I'm yeah. saying. We
2: don't even know if there's going to be an Earth, because <clears throat> New York right now is so smoking, you can't even breathe there.
3: Uh, I understand it's now Philadelphia is being affected by it. A lot of places being affected Probably
2: by it. Probably moving down. I know they canceled <clears throat> several Broadway shows. Because the performers couldn't even sing because the smoke was coming into the theater. Really? I mean, it's bad. Yeah. And, and we, we endure this a lot. We have fire yeah, season yep, here yeah, in yeah. Los Angeles. And to see people raw-dogging it out in Manhattan with no mask is literally really? shocking to me.
3: God, because you can't even see across the street on camera.
2: You can't. And it's it, the air is carcinogenic. I, like you cannot. Yeah. You cannot be doing this. And, and, you know, people are like, let me go out and jog. I'm like, why are you jogging in this? And the migraines you will get from this type of um, level of smoke mm-hmm. in the air, they're excruciating. So you just you just got to stay inside. Or if you're going out, if you have to go out, you at least need like a KN95 mask, the minimum.
3: Uh, I, yeah, I'm sorry, but I was not big on the mask. I wore my mask for two years, even though I knew it didn't do a damn thing. And it turned out it didn't do a damn thing. So would those masks even keep that smoke out?
2: They they will keep some out. They, they will, will help. Some. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's not going <clears throat> yeah, to be. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, unless you're going to wear like one of those military grade masks yeah that's the only right. thing that's really going to protect you but if you have to go out and all you have is a kn95 don't go out with the surgical mask that'll do nothing for it you it
3: does nothing yeah exactly and i'm
2: just saying this from we've had horrible fire seasons over the years stay inside honestly
3: that's what they said on the national news last night he says don't go outside you want an answer to this do not go outside
2: don't go inside don't go outside <clears throat> run your air filters non-stop right. Seal up your doors and your windows. I mean, it's it's tough.
3: Was it lightning that started this fire up in Canada?
2: I don't know. I don't know how the fire
3: started. I have no idea.
2: Yeah, it's extensive though, and it's really fucking. And it's been going on for weeks and weeks. And I think it just didn't hit national news until the smoke started coming down toward the U.S.
4: The Maple Leafs lost in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's what it was. That's what it was.
3: Yeah. They were so pissed off, they started on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea what started that fire up there, but I'm assuming it probably was lightning or something like that. I'm assuming, but who the hell knows?
2: I don't know. It can be arson. We had one yeah, here in be. California that was started by a gender reveal party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry but it was a it was a really great party and yeah. we just wanted to figure it out.
3: You burned the entire forest down. Look, it's a boy well, or a girl. People's
2: homes down, killed a man. Yeah. The couple was yep. actually convicted. They're yep. they're in prison and then they're on the hook for millions of dollars which of course, you know,
3: what did they did probably they do? don't
2: have means to pay back.
3: What started the fire? I don't get a gender reveal. I thought it was like you shot off a pink or blue cannon or something.
2: Um some it depends on what you use, but it oh, was okay. a smoke cannon and it Caught fire and spread so rapidly within a matter of minutes. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Because when it's windy, I mean, you just have to be smart about this. I'm like, do a cake if you're going to do gender reveal. Like, go and get a bunch of cupcakes. Cake Everyone bite into it. Call Actually, it a day.
3: you know, when my daughter and her husband were about to have their first baby, you know, they did the gender reveal.
1: I know. It was so cool.
3: They turned on their Christmas tree.
1: Oh uh, that's a fun idea.
3: It, yeah, it was a christmas tree and they turned uh, and the lights came on pink and i went oh damn it i was hoping it to be a boy
1: <laughs> I was like yes.
3: Fawn, yes, I wanted a boy. Girl. I didn't want you. It was so
1: special. It was so fun. <laughs> they was, had it was, it
2: was a to kind of reveal on saturday.
3: Oh, you do?
1: Nice.
2: Yes, I'm going to be Facetiming in and watching it, but it's just funny. Gender reveals we don't really do them in California, so but um, she's in Georgia, so it's a big like to do. But yeah, she's like, "Are you yeah. going to fly in?" I was like, "No," but I'll Facetime in. I'll Facetime <laughs> in, and that seems appropriate.
1: We just yeah, did a good. we just did a big oh. balloon pop, and it was perfect. Yeah. It was yeah, just you know, and we let my na- the girl I nannied. Uh, she's a teenager, and so we let her. She's the only one who had the information, and she was in charge of doing all the stuff. So for a while. For, like, one whole week, she was the only one that knew the gender, and she was uh, 13 at the time. So it was so funny where she's like, "Ah, I know, Brittany, and I can't talk to you, so we've just avoided each other.
2: I feel like I can't even look at you. I know. (laughs)
3: Look how far medicine's come, though. I mean, seriously. Because back when I was born, my name is Thomas because it means twin. Yeah. Because they thought I was such a big, large child that they thought I was twins. That's why my name is Thomas. So nice gender reveal back in those days. <laughs> I didn't even have them.
1: That's so wild. And that is exciting. Did, did you guys find out Kimmy's gender?
4: I, I tell people this all the time when they ask about gender. I'm like, listen, everything, on, everything is on the Internet nowadays. There's no secrets. Every person that you like, right, every, every right. celebrity, every band, you can find out all that information. The only thing that can be kept secret... Is the gender of your baby if you choose to keep it? Yep. There's nothing better than when that baby is born. When my daughter uh, came out onto this planet, and the doctor went, "Does Dad want to call it?" and they turned the baby around, and I said, "It's a girl." There's no better feeling than that. To yeah, just have somebody right. hand you a picture and go, "It's a boy." Yeah. No, who cares? So that is what? exciting. And the thing, and I hate the excuse where people go. Well, what happens with our friends? I mean, they have to know if they should buy something for a boy or a, gore, a girl. I'm like, there's a target on every corner. If they can't stop by and get an LGBTQ onesie for our, exactly. Ju- our kid. Exactly. With a
3: dick on it.
1: Yes. Live, last, le- live laugh, lesbo, lesbo, right? Within
4: the first three days, they're not <laughs> oh, our God. friends. So I always tell everybody, don't find out. It's a great, that it moment is. when that baby pops out and you find out if it's a boy or a girl, there's nothing that beats
1: That's it. That's got to be really exciting. So
3: what happened with Andy? We had no idea Andy was a boy. Yeah. He had yeah. no clue. He was a boy, but they then told Alex my mama was a boy. Oh, they did. So they were right.
2: <laughs> my name was Eric.
3: <laughs> Eric, the reporter. which is now my
2: brother, because he got the name. It got passed That's down good. to him.
1: So you didn't know if Andy was going to be a, a boy, no, but you knew he you knew Alex's.
3: Yeah, because she had health problems. Oh, typical. Typical Alex complaining about something, you know.
1: Exactly. Getting you into that appointment every week.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's the only reason reason we knew she was a girl, because she had some health complications. But thank God she got through them and got two healthy kids. And, well, I could you call Andy healthy? Because he's always crabby. Is that healthy?
1: Yeah, and he literally is not always healthy.
3: (laughs) He, honest to God, is the most intolerant young man I've ever seen. That's not a very good point you're making. I'm like, oh God, <laughs> settle down, will you?
1: Rudy, when they showed you the baby, mm-hmm. was there any part of you where you're like, girl? Like because oh. things are a little No, not because of what the baby looked like, but things are a little chaotic in that moment. I mean, I had foster puppies and I would pick them up and go, What what is this? Was there a half second where you go? Uh,
4: I said, this is no joke. I literally, I was I was sobbing so hard I that know. when they turned the baby around, she said, does dad want to call it? And I looked down and I was crying so hard. I said, I don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> no, I have I no clue. Do. I would do. I'm not <laughs> trying to, it's just a lot of things are going on. There's attachments here and there. I would have, and you're a mess of a yeah. person. Your eyes are all watery. Yeah. I would have been like, can you write it in a note so I can say it? Yeah, and
4: I remember the doctor kind of laughed, and she goes, how'd you make this thing?
3: (laughs) There you go. There you have it.
1: That's amazing.
3: All right, young lady, we got to hit the road, but I think your weekend's going to, no, it's going to be a good weekend, isn't it?
2: I hope so. I mean, for you. Mm -hmm. One more day, right? Today's Thursday, isn't it?
3: No, that's true. Yeah. I keep thinking it's Friday today, and I don't yeah. know why. I was like,
2: I think I'm going to be here tomorrow.
1: No, cool. we're getting ready But our weekends start Friday, Kristen, so we mentally won't be here. I mean, we'll physically be mm-hmm. here,
2: but I'm never actually here, like, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm still processing Vanderpump rules from last night, so Girl, there you go. Girl, Oh, my God. That's all <laughs> we're
3: going <laughs> to say. Thank God I got, we blew right past that.
2: Well, Tom, the good news is that this was like the finale. Next week is just like unaired footage, which is not It's nothing burger, but uh, you at least have a break until season 11 premieres. Well,
3: what about the Kardashians?
2: We'll work on that oh, one.
3: God. Get away from yeah. me. All right. We will talk to you tomorrow.
2: Sounds good. Bye, everyone.
3: Take a break. Be right back. KSTP Channel 5's Chris Eggert is up next.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app.
3: There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase go fly a kite to an extreme and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new Forest River RV Rockwood Rue. 19 expandable trailer, of course, that he hauls from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko. Newmarket, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, full bath, exterior griddle, double door refrigerator, queen beds, and sleeps six every night in the RV Rockwood from the place that is your family owned guide to RV trailers and truck accessories since 1965. This is Tom. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer trailer sale.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey,
1: welcome. I'm Tom Bernard. We're here with Chris Eggert and Rudy. Welcome, gentlemen. What's up? Nothing. We are all uh, we all ran around and took a bathroom break. So yeah,
4: and we walked into the bathroom. I don't know if you guys have ever worked in a building where the stalls of the bathroom are always occupied. No. There is yeah. always, There is two stalls in the men's bathroom on this floor, and every time you walk in there, there are two dudes that are always sitting in there, stinking up the joint, not moving. I don't know if everybody's doing the wordle or if they're playing, uh, you know, words with friends with one another, but every time you walk in there, one of those stalls is always occupied. And I'm I'm standing at the urinal, and I hear Tom behind me, and I'm like, "Hey, man, we got a couple extra minutes," so and he's like, "I'll just I gotta go run
5: down to the other bathroom." Yeah, Um I. I have a theory. Oh go ahead, Brittany. No, 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 you Chris. I have a theory about that. I feel people will stay in there until they think the coast is clear and then they'll walk out and wash their hands and all that. Like mm-hmm. there's some kind of shame in Pooping. being in there. Yeah, making
1: noise. Like it's terrifying to make noise. Yeah. yeah.
5: He,
4: there's a character from the movie American Pie that they call shitbreak. Yeah. Because he oh, has yeah. to he has to go home to use the bathroom. I've never identified with a character of a movie more where I'd be in high school and I'm like, listen, I can't wait to become a junior because you can leave the campus and I would run home grab a quick bite to eat use the bathroom i i hate it i hate being in a stall next to people i hate the fact that the dividers don't go all the way to the floor i want privacy like I know. so play some enya in there would you i want to i want yeah. i want you know a little bit of essential oils burning Right. i don't want all of that it feels just so open and not private at all
1: we got we could make a million dollars if we made a bathroom soundtrack that was just, like, not exactly poopy noises, but things that hid poopy noise as well. Just, like, pure chaos. Maybe jazz. Yeah. Maybe jazz would be the thing.
4: Just running water. The sound of running water in the speakers. Because, Tom, I was talking about how every time we go into that bathroom, the stalls are always occupied. And there's two dudes that are just completely
3: clearing out the
4: joint. That's
3: a fact. <laughs> it's awful. What just happened to me <laughs> has never happened to me before in my life. I oh, will tell no. you this. I go down to the men's room, and all three—the urinal and both stalls—are taken. And so I said, "Ah, oh, no big deal. I'll just go around the other side of the building, which is about two and a half, three city blocks." Yeah, it is that far. It's yeah. very far. Yeah, got over there. Both stalls and the urinal were taken. <laughs> I had to wait anyway and on I, the other side of the world
1: that's terrible I also think oh. that there are people that have jobs here that are don't get to use their phones and that's the only time mm-hmm. I had a job like that where you couldn't bring your phone out only, oh, yeah. you know, and that was like such a nice relief is to go on your phone yeah. how did
3: you know that because that's one of the problems I had there was a guy on his phone in one of the stalls and I'm not kidding you it was you tell that son of a bitch mm. I'm like
1: Jesus and not to make things worse, but I think there's three women on this floor in total. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, there's uh, not a lot.
1: I got to bring my dog Murphy into the bathroom, and we didn't see a soul. So see?
3: Murphy yeah. went in the bathroom. Yeah. It's all true. So that's it for the pee and poop news. What else you got, Chris? <laughs>
5: that's the well, update. Well, <laughs> I, I want to double down on this because um, nice. I have, a, I have a, a take on this that some might find controversial. Um, when you're in there taking a dump, Get the frick off your phone. Like, get in I there agree. and get out. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't read on the. I don't read when I'm on the nope. pot. I don't look at my phone. Like, who wants to sit there in your own smell and not me. You have a, a freaking half hour break? Just get out and then get out of there. Even at yeah. home, you don't take your time? No, it's not a celebration.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. I get in and out fast as I can.
1: I like taking Especially, my time. I yeah. like I like making it an event. It's the only time sometimes An
4: again. event?
1: Yeah. It's the only time sometimes I'm alone, and yeah. that is precious to me. And so I find myself just sitting in there staring at the abyss.
4: Puts down a picnic blanket and puts on some Teddy Pendergrass. Sure. I do
1: think there's a new <laughs> level of low if you consume food while pooping. Which is something well, I have why
3: would you ever oh, do that? Ah oh, Jesus! By
1: accident. There's times oh. in my life where you just like her eating and you just jump in and you're like, Whoa. Oh. These are two <laughs> conflicting things I'm doing. Mm-hmm.
3: You didn't notice you were eating when you sat down to crap.
1: It's like a very dark what? moment.
3: <laughs> in the hell is wrong with you?
1: Just eat on you eating. I, it was definitely those pretzels that they have, those uh, peanut butter pretzels they have from Costco. Because I grab handfuls of those all the time in the big container. I I'm...
3: need to yell at one of the one of you three because it was one of you three yesterday that brought up caramel M&Ms. Oh you,
1: yeah, you Who brought d- it
3: up. No, somebody yeah. else brought yeah. it up for yeah, You 1,000%
1: Yeah, It's your
3: fault. It you, you said, are caramel M&Ms good? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. I, I asked. That's right. I asked the question. 1,000%. I went to, to, to Lund's and Byerly's at 50th and France. Did you get a pack? And it's gone already. Mm-hmm. I ate an entire, not the little. Oh, you
1: can't just eat. Kit. You have to eat the
3: whole thing. You have later. to eat the whole damn thing. You
1: can't, you yeah. can't physically oh, stop. Oh,
3: my God, those are good. Every Them <laughs> are good, as they used to say.
1: On Father's Day or any event that is a. You know, as a present, I always get my husband, like, the family sharing one. And we finish that thing immediately.
3: (laughs) It's really good for your health to be eating. Not a problem there. I ate the whole damn bag.
5: It's so good. It's
3: really good. Caramel M&M's, Chris.
5: They're good. Yeah, I I don't have it. I don't try not to have that crap around the house because if it's there, you're just going to eat it.
3: I know. That's how I am.
5: And I don't know what's been going on lately, but I've had a, like, super i don't generally have a sweet tooth but it's like when there's nothing around i'm like a a freaking addict looking for a hit and i can't find anything (laughs) and you're like will you
1: macgyver yourself something
5: yeah yeah, like well oh look it's a lollipop in the bottom of the drawer from 15 years ago yeah that'll work unwrap it and
4: We had leftover Dairy Queen cake for my daughter's birthday party. Love it. And I I, Sunday night, I opened up the freezer, and there was one slice in there. And I'm like, okay, this is the downstairs freezer. Nobody goes into it. So Monday after the show— I walk downstairs, I open up that freezer door, I look. Not only was the slice of Dairy Queen cake gone, somebody left an empty container in the freezer. Yeah. I've never lost my mind more. I'm like, I don't even care about the fact I didn't get cake. I'm so angry that you guys were so lazy that nobody threw out the empty giant container.
1: Isn't it was it the birthday girl?
4: I don't think so, okay. no. Because no. I was
1: going to say, she's earned that last piece of cake. I'm
4: um, the guy who paid for it. Yeah,
1: so. it's her birthday.
4: <laughs> Tom, where do you fall on that? Who gets the last piece of cake? Me.
3: See?
1: The birthday girl.
3: Well, but Dairy Queen cake is a whole different one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all rules are off. Are oh, yeah. I love Dairy Queen. Love it. Always have, always will.
0: Yeah, it's Especially so good.
3: chocolate cones. Love chocolate. Chocolate Dairy Queen cones. Found phenomenal.
1: out they got rid of the cherry dip.
3: Oh, did they really? Yeah.
1: I love that Goddamn
3: Warren Buffett.
1: Warren Buffett.
3: Typical. <laughs> thanks, Obama. Yeah, thanks, Obama.
1: I want my change back.
3: Warren Buffett does own Dairy Queen now, doesn't he? That's
5: he? That, i that, pretty that sure he that. does, yeah. Huh. Yep. Uh, yep, yep.
3: Not Obama. Warren Buffett. Obama uh. owns about a billion dollars in cash, though. I'm I love how all these presidents now they become president, Donald Trump did it, Obama did it, so both sides did it. I'm gonna become president and write seven books while I'm the president. It's like really? You're gonna cash in, are you? Don't Good worry. For you.
1: They're not actually writing them, so don't worry I about it. I
3: understand that, but they are cashing in big time. No I've never read a book written by a president, ever.
1: I would never. Like,
3: who cares? The
1: closest I got was reading Mariah Carey's book.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that's close yeah. to the presidency <laughs> right there. Absolutely. <laughs> No question about it. So I have to ask you a question. Something just popped up on my screen. What the hell happened to Jamie Foxx? He went blind now? Is that correct?
5: I've heard seven trillion different right. things about him. Right. And the, the theory was at first that he had a stroke. Right. Um. I, and I, I, don't, I don't know that anything is verifiable with this situation as near as I can tell.
3: Did he go blind, though? I don't know. So nobody knows that because it says here, no, he did not go blind from a COVID shot. Well, who thought he did? The, he, well, there were people
4: that were speculating that maybe the oh. vaccine may have oh. had something to do with this because they are seeing a spike in strokes in, over the last 18 months to two oh, years. Oh, there you go. So
3: maybe, but I, I don't know. And here's the other headline and we just already on the Tom Bernard show said, don't waste your time. Masks return as Canadian wildfire smoke moves south. Those masks are not going to do anything for you. Get a surgical mask or it's not going to work.
5: Right? Yeah. That's, people in New York are trying to wear them or something. But, yeah, that do that, you see some of those videos of, like, the yes. Brooklyn Bridge and crap yesterday? I mean, yeah. that is, that's, that's legit.
3: It is. I mean, that, that is some thick-ass smoke, man. That mm-hmm. smoke is thick. Uh, you know, we we had a little here, what, about a month ago? We had a little bit of smoke in the air, but it wasn't anywhere near that much. Jesus. No.
5: That, and there's been a, you know, you could see a little tinge in the in the sky, but noth- nothing that bad. Although yeah. the other yep. morning, was it Monday morning, I think we had, for the first time, what I could tell, you could actually see the smoke layer kind of like from our sky cams, like stuck between the clouds mm-hmm. and the ground. Yeah. And, yeah. like, it was like brown like, like it looked like in, in New York the other day, but, it, I mean, obviously nothing. And we don't have the amount of cars on the road. And, right. Cause it's just like, you know, it's a, it's a uh, goulash of different contaminants in the air that sort of makes it that way.
3: Yeah, I sure. could see that to be true. No doubt about it. So, yeah, I just, that's really unfortunate. I can't even imagine being in New York when it's that smoky. My God. I don't know. I've hung out in a lot of casinos. Oh, you got so, back in the day,
4: man. Yeah. yeah Woo! Yeah, I used to call it bingo at a VFW. I've been, oh. I've been in the smoke. Oh, yeah. You've yeah. been in the <laughs> <job>. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
3: No doubt about it. No doubt. No, no. You know what? Actually, I have a friend. You guys know anybody that smoke cigarettes? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they want to quit?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Why well, well, not? I can ask. Why don't they want to quit? Yeah. I don't know.
3: Somebody somebody asked me to help somebody quit, so should I do that? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh, Chris ask. goes, ah, I don't know. What do you it's think, a, Chris?
5: It's a big ask. Like, yeah, but they it, shouldn't be smoking, it,
3: man. It's not good for you.
5: Well, that, that might be true, um, but I, I know I have got a couple friends who smoke, and uh, they know it's not good for them. They stop, or they'll cut way off from time to time, and they'll vape instead of actually having real cigarettes. But at the end of the day, they know it's bad for them and they're the ones who decide whether or not they do it. And I don't, you get involved in it, then you're like, somehow you're like being blamed for not helping. Well, use the situation.
3: Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I quit smoking when I was tw- I started smoking when I was 11. I quit smoking when I was 21. You know why I quit smoking? I'm not kidding. Cause you. It- why? Because a friend of mine's father was a smoker, went over to his house and his dad would look like a mummy right he's literally looking like a mummy they had to take the entire left side of his jaw off oh god was that not a good look and then you see him from then on and be go, how are you doing Tommy oh god it and was sad
1: did they at that time attribute it to smoking oh yeah they it did was, wow they that's, it was
3: definitely smoking
1: that's impressive that because I mean,
3: this whole thing was gone oh. I mean, like from here over. his lower jaw not his upper jaw so I, th- I assume eventually they would put, like, a bear trap in there or something so you'd have a jaw that, so you could eat. I mean, you couldn't mm-hmm. even eat for a while.
5: <laughs> I was always scared by the guys who had that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thing on there, I was you know, down there yesterday and, talking to them. Yeah, that, that thing always freaked me out, and I'm like, yep. uh... I had everything going
4: for me. <laughs> yeah.
5: I had, a,
3: I had a beautiful ranch in Montana. <laughs> you know what just struck me when you were doing that? Wouldn't it be great if you went to one of those uh, karaoke nights and some guy with one of those got up yeah. there? I want to hold your head. They start singing along with their... <laughs> What's it called? What's it called? A voxelux or electrolux or what the hell is it called? I don't know. There's a name for it. A hole in your
4: neck is whatever we all called it.
3: (laughs) Oh, I used to like it when people used to smoke through the hole. Oh, sure. I've seen that. Got the big brown stain right here on their neck and they're like
4: Sucking them in, (laughs) yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: You know how many times in the hospital somebody will come in with extreme burn marks or a circle around their mouth? Because they're on oxygen, they're not supposed to be smoking, and they do both still. And they do that ventilator size.
3: Murphy, are you still in my pen? Why are you still in my pen?
1: He's so bored with us, by the way.
3: (laughs) He really is bored. He's absolutely like, oh, God. I brought my
1: golden retriever in today. Show the
3: baby boy.
1: He's definitely. Oh, look
3: at him. He's He's bored.
1: He's not. I mean, if we reflect on that, we're not very interesting to him.
3: Well, that's good to know for the downloads. That's great to hear.
1: That golden retrievers are not They're our demographic.
3: Not I yeah. wanted all the golden retrievers. Don't
1: worry, he doesn't have a phone, so he doesn't count anyway. Yeah,
3: <laughs> doesn't matter. Can
4: we uh, remember this the next time Frank Vassalero brings his dogs in to yeah. be like, be like, this is how a dog should act when in a pro- podcasting <laughs> studio, not friggin' losing your mind, Frank.
3: Yeah. About Judy, Judy behaves when he comes in. Yeah, 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 dude. Mm-hmm. God, what a squirrel that dog is. I love that dog.
1: I love that dog. Beauty.
3: So, Chris, I was just trying to think. So, I'm looking at the news and the headlines. You know, it's Jamie Foxx. Pat Robertson died at 93. I told him to die at 92.5, but then I got fired, so I said, go ahead and die at 93. It's fine now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Not a lot of really good news. Biden votes uh, vetoes a bill to block student loan forgiveness. So what does he want to do? I don't even know what the hell that. What do you mean student loan forgiveness? What, uh, well, what does the president had, have to do with that?
5: They well, they were, um, they ever since COVID came into place, uh-huh. they were letting people punt, kick the can down the can, right. kick their student loans down. Um, but I think part of the uh, that big, the budget deal that they reached would bring that to an end, mm-hmm. and I believe. Um, President Biden had been extending that and extending and extending it. And I think they put a stop date on that now. And so maybe they're going back to try to change that.
3: So what does it mean? Who's paying what? And was it trillions of dollars or what what are we talking about here?
5: Well, we're also they're also, you know, paying back a certain amount of money of people's student loans too which was another part of that Mm -hmm. i don't know that that changed in this particular legislation i i but i do think when the payback was supposed to start for people i think that that may have changed but it's it's always been uh about as clear as mud as to how that whole thing
3: yeah well that's what i was asking why why i asked you because i don't understand what the hell are you even talking about I mean, I know some people has got several hundred, like, I know a doctor, he just became a doctor, as a matter of fact. And he's got tons of debt because going to medical school is not cheap. Mm-hmm. And no doubt about that.
5: Definitely but not. I
3: think mean, the only problem I have with that is, and I'm not saying it is this situation, but it appears to me when, when a president of the United States does that, I don't care if it's a Democrat or a Republican. When they do something like that, it looks to me like they're just trying to buy your vote. That's all it looks like to me.
5: I can't disagree with that. And it's nice. young Disgusting. people, too, right? So it's like the people who you want. It's it's a group of people who you want to try to have on your yep. side. And, I yeah, I, I don't know if it's politically motivated, but it certainly it it's feels like it could be. That's for well, sure. I
3: mean, all of it, the border crossing. That's all about buying your vote. This is all about buying. It's all about keeping me in power now. Well, it always has been, though, I suppose. Yeah. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. They're taking our money to buy people's votes. I, I, look, I understand college is way damn too expensive. We should have, what the government should have done instead of paying back loans, they should have stepped in decades ago and said, you cannot charge that much for a kid to go to college. I mean, some of these colleges are now $80,000 a year. It's ridiculous. Holy
5: Christ. In fact, U of M's got a, they had a meeting. It started at eight o'clock this morning. The board of regents is trying to raise tuition at the Minneapolis and Rochester campuses, three oh, another three and a half percent. Why? They've all got billions of dollars in the bank. They, they have to say they have to keep up with the pace of inflation and pay their <sighs> workers more and yes. yada, yada, Written. yada.
3: Brittany, will you look up and see how much Harvard has in the bank? I guarantee you it's. We looked this up the other day. Wasn't it like like billions? It was billions of dollars. So Ah. they got billions of dollars, but somehow you got to pay more. Okay, I get it. That's disgusting. People in their goddamn money grubbing. I got to stop saying goddamn. I hate it when people say that. I've said it twice this morning. You hate it? I don't like that. Well, god damn because my mother didn't like it
1: i love saying jesus christ
3: <laughs> well jesus palomino that's like, a good one
1: i know it's like blasphemy
3: how about jesus h christ yeah that, see, there, that, that. one's in there
1: and like god damn i love that i don't know,
3: you know what i think about these spanish kids in my neighborhood because jesus Cristo. i'm like what so i went with <laughs> jesus Cristo for a while because it sounded a lot better didn't it mm-hmm. it does sound better snazzy kind of so what do you got Harvard
1: oh 50.9
3: billion 50.9 billion mm-hmm. and they're raising tuition uh, it's this has got us the money grubbing is so disgusting it's unbelievable but let's move on to another more positive subject shall we
0: yeah
3: you me. want some more money
5: grubbing <laughs> yes let's go with that i got uncle oh. tommy fired up now let's you go you do i'm uh, all fired up the State of Minnesota has opened up the possibility again to installing red light cameras everywhere.
3: Really, for what reason?
5: Uh, to make money.
3: Oh, to just go for speed and light running I mean, they're going like to say
5: it's to deter speeding, but <laughs> you know how much uh, I've been tagged several times traveling through Iowa. I, I won't make the mistake again. <laughs> but uh, it's—I mean, it's all money. Those cameras yeah. are generating millions and millions and millions of dollars because people are un- unsuspecting, and they get you. I mean, don't, I don't, I'm not advocating driving against, you know, higher than the speed limit. Yes, but, I understand. But
3: That's so funny. I've been pulled over twice in the last about 20 years. One time I got a ticket, and the other time I didn't. And both times I could tell the guy who gave me the ticket in the first place hated my morning show at KQ— and uh-huh. the guy who didn't give me the ticket loved the morning show at KQ. <laughs> it was all based on that morning show. I got well, a ticket because I hosted that horrible show that he hated. It ain't gonna movie. help
5: you if a computer catches you because if no the right, <laughs> of it, like, you yeah. get the yeah. Yeah. Exactly. there's no there's no sweet talking. There's no like looking for the cop sitting on the side of the road. Right. Just, it, it's the cameras are everywhere and they'll get you.
3: So how many? Are there of those and how are we going to pay for that?
5: I, I, it's just, it was something that was done in Minneapolis a number of years ago for a right. while. But I remember then that. They, yep. they stopped doing it. Um, there was a lot of disputable tickets and it, it I got the sense it wasn't worth the time and trouble that for mm-hmm. them to go through it. Um, but the legislature in this last session, uh, approved, a. uh, like a committee or a working group to store, to study it, which basically means they're considering it again. Mm -hmm. And because the technology is gone, it's developed a certain amount since when they had them in place in Minneapolis, they're better, they're more accurate. They're also trying to figure out the appeals process and how that would work. So, I mean, nothing's solidified yet, but it's definitely going to be something that's on the radar screen. I just,
3: so it's all about money. This is not about law enforcement. This is about
5: money. Yeah. That's I mean, disgusting. D- I, I, I don't, you know, I don't know
3: the answer to that, but. Do we need much stronger leadership in this country? And I'm talking about both parties. Here's an example. Here's a Matter of fact, this just popped up yeah. Re- Republican revolt brings house to a standstill. What, why don't we serve the people there? What, what do you think? Why don't we serve the people who pay your salary, who pay all the bills, and because you don't agree with your leader, you're going to have a Republican revolt now. The Democrats do it, the Republicans do it, and we have to pay for all of it. It's disgusting. Wouldn't you agree? It's,
5: yeah, well, it's that budget deal that, that yeah. no one, nobody was happy, or debt ceiling deal.
3: <sighs> debt ceiling, yeah. Uh,
5: you <clears throat> know, it's said a billion times nobody was happy with what came out of it, and— um, You know, I guess now that they're really getting through some of the fine print, there's a lot of detail there that um, some of the conservative Republicans are are really, you know, taking issue with. And they feel like McCarthy folded and gave in. And so, yeah, there's. How
3: about this? I don't like the fact that we're $32 trillion in debt because of the same people that are bitching about this. You people need to get your head out of your ass and do your job. $32 $32 trillion. Are we ever going to recover from that? Can we? Uh, how? I don't yeah. see how.
4: I have such a hard time believing anybody when they talk about this trillion dollars of federal debt, and then, <laughs> and then every state has a surplus of like $17 yeah. billion. I'm like, yeah. how is this yeah.
3: possible? Well, they had to spend that on other things, or we couldn't have that back either. Ah, oh, man. You know, your property
4: taxes are through the goddamn roof right now. They are. Uh, they're taking more and more of our cash. And then all of a sudden you hear, oh, by the way, they're going to install red light cameras <laughs> so that you get more money taken <laughs> away from you. Oh. You bastards, knock it off. The I other know. day
1: we got an alert from some Eden Prairie group or whatever. is like, don't worry. We bought four more drones, and we're like,
0: what? <laughs> yeah. going why? Drone you,
3: pull you over in a drone? We've
1: got like a horde of drones just hovering somewhere in Eden Prairie. Like, what is? what are they doing?
3: Do you think the people ever will come together and stand up and go, look, Republicans, Democrats, mayor, president, whoever you are, shut the hell up and support the people. Do your job for once. Have they ever done their— Did George Washington do his job as president? I don't even know. Well-
5: I don't know, but there wasn't Twitter and Facebook no. and everything else to bitch about it back <laughs> yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, you just Good sat point. around drinking some ale around the old uh, ye old campfire and was bitched about the president at that time.
4: Yeah, the problem is they do it the wrong way because when like the people get together and try it, that's what January sixth happens. It's like you yeah. guys have no plan at all whatsoever. So if we had some people like I don't know, let's get some autistic kids who could probably plan this out. And then we can all come together and then figure out a way to do it properly instead of just, you know, throwing paint up against the wall and being like, well, something's going to
3: eventually stick. I still love that. And again, I, they should never have. And I said it, I was very, very clear on January 6th. They should have never done what they did. But I love how they call that the Capitol riot. But burning the entire country down was unrest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You people are so phony. It's yeah.
4: unbelievable. That's, hey, listen, that is called democracy. Yeah, it's democracy that was to democracy. burn your city down. But when you
3: do it at the Capitol, all of a sudden it's an insurrection. Okay. Well, they took my personal stuff. Now you got to go to jail. Yeah. Look, don't be doing that. How about that? Let's not charge the Capitol. Let's not burn down every damn place uh, in the United States. I, I, I'm telling you, because I spent so much time in that neighborhood, because I, the Stanley family, I met, uh, met them, went to Brown Institute down there on Lake Street. When I go down Lake Street now, I literally tear up. Because I loved Lake Street when I was a kid, teenager, young man, all the rest of it. Those buildings, beautiful architecture, just destroyed. And nobody ever talks about that. They should be talking about burning the Capitol, you know, trying to burn the Capitol, or you know, the riot at the Capitol. They should absolutely be talking about that. But why don't they talk about the other things that other people did? I don't get it.
5: You? Yeah, you can mm-hmm. look around all, I mean, you look around, Lake Street's one example. Oh, but you, can look up, you can look around all around the city and it, it's, there's still, you know, lots of scars left, that's for sure.
3: There are indeed, and it's all because of cult behavior. I said it before and I'll say it again. It's all cult bullshit now, all of it. Hey, well, luckily the government will be making so much
4: money off those red light cameras they install. <laughs> exactly. They can frickin' rebuild everything.
3: Out of Wait, your pocket.
5: I thought they were going to pay for U.S. Bank Stadium first. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, we got to go, baby boy.
5: All right, you guys, have a good... Oh, it's not a weekend. Have a good rest of your I
3: day. thought it was Friday today, too, I Chris. I don't well, know why. Well, every day is a
5: Friday when you love your job as much as I do. <laughs> true that. True that.
3: <laughs> ah, also,
1: great-looking shirt today, Chris. Yeah, where'd you. you get, mm-hmm.
3: Did you get that from Gilligan? <laughs> yes <laughs> thanks pal we'll talk She's to you tomorrow good, we gotta take a break be right back in a couple minutes ladies and gentlemen I'm just now approaching the end of my 60 day weight loss program with mnfatloss.com I've lost over 25 pounds 26 is over 25 I don't know if you know that or not mm-hmm. I feel fantastic too that's why I'm in such a good mood you know what I mean
1: exactly
3: getting around's a lot easier my clothes fit better and there just really isn't a downside to losing the weight you know that Now I'll be going to the maintenance phase of the uh, MNFatLoss.com program, adding in a few more food choices to the mix. That's all you do. I've loved the program so much that I'm planning to go back to the weight loss program. Uh, I plan on losing another 25 or so because I want to get down eh, probably around 215, 220, something like that, which is pretty damn low for me. You'll absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and still enjoy the foods you love this summer. And that part is absolutely true, by the way. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, and I did, that's about a pound of fat every day, as a matter of fact. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That is mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard
0: sent you.
3: I highly recommend the Tom Bernard morning show for your advertising
0: grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard morning show Visit Tom keyword partner. This is the Tom Bernard morning show podcast We are back
3: ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that Bob's Burgers actor. I don't know. Do you know who that is? They, they're talking about Bob's Burgers actor arrested on capital riot charges. Oh, really? Who the hell is that now? Uh,
4: you know, I don't know. I'm a big fan of the
3: show, but I'm not sure who that is. Look it up. I have no idea idea who that is, because I can't really see his... They got a picture of him on Newser. Uh, God, it's so funny. You look at the news now, and it's literally Biden, Biden, Trump, um, Pence, um, you got McCarthy. Every story is about a politician. That's all we're talking about. Well, Pat Robertson died. That part's in there. And Fox, uh, Jamie Foxx, is blind. So is he permanently blind? Does anybody know
1: I don't know. I looked into it and everything I see looks like that. um, He says that he they really made it straight that a representative said that the set the record straight that it was not from the COVID-19 vaccine. Right. So that seems to be leading the headlines with that today. So
3: does that mean he actually is blind, though? I don't know. You said it didn't come from that. But is he actually blind? Because it doesn't. Maybe I'll click on it and see if there's a any representative
1: more for Jamie Foxx told NBC News that the recent conspiracies connected to the recent hospitalizations about COVID-19 uh, <sighs> because here stems uh, a blood who said that developed a blood clot after receiving. OK, I'm not seeing where they're. I don't know if they're really telling him what happened or if he is blind.
3: Yeah, I don't I can't find it. I try to find is he blind or not? Well, I think they're really trying to keep it close to the vest. Yeah. They
4: don't want to put out too much information because I don't think they know exactly. But well, usually, maybe. Usually by now, if it was a stroke, that they could come out with something that was like, "Hey, this is what happened," but they have said nothing about this. And oh. and he continues to be in a facility, which is also a really bad sign that has yeah. been yeah. on yep. this long, so. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and really just spot on. They're they won't even say what it is. They say right. medical complication. Or they'll say, uh, they're not even admitting that he's paralyzed and blind. That was, like, leaked. And they're, the medical actually information is really scarce about what what it is.
3: Yeah, it's, it's really too bad. He's a pretty damn good actor, I think, anyway. Great. One of the best. Uh, what are you, Mr. Colorful now? Comes in as this colorful shirt, gal fan, looking all fashionable.
6: Yeah, well, for me.
3: No, that's a plenty <laughs> nice shirt. Where'd you get that?
6: Uh, probably, uh, I'm guessing it's probably from the uh, from the Target Fall Collection.
3: Because mm-hmm. you're the only Jew I've ever met that wears a lumberjack shirt.
1: Oh, you should tell him about the list of delis. He's going to be pissed. Oh,
3: galfin, you're not going to like
6: this. No. Nope. I'm here to tell you. Uh, I think I know where you're going.
3: They released a list of the favorite delis in Minnesota. Did you see
6: it? <laughs> I, I... I... I I've been Mike. laughing for the last fifteen minutes. Mike. I, I saw it. Those are delis, exactly. <laughs> like what are you talking about? I I thought that was wonderful. Yeah, there's four delis. Uh, there's never been a Jew in any of them. <laughs> you know, it's it's like being on the West Bank on a on a Friday night. You know, they're all yeah. gone. They're they're somewhere else. Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I, I have no argument that they're good places. That's
3: fine. Yeah. They are. They're good places. I've eaten at
6: a couple of them, and I really
3: enjoyed them. But how do you ignore Crossroads and Cecil's?
6: Well, that's the thing. I figured like Cecil's what? would be number one, but that's what I thought. Crossroads, a, you know, Crossroads is a very good place. Absolutely, it is. Yeah.
3: I thought it'd be one and two.
6: Yeah, that's what I would have thought. I,
3: that's what. Yeah, you know, I got another against Kramarchik's. So no, it's great. It's, it's great. No doubt about it. Yep. Marty's. I've never eaten at Marty's, now. I got to get over there.
6: Well, that was what? Where was it? That, was that the one in Brooklyn Center? Northeast. Northeast, northeast. okay, northeast. because I know that um, Emily's, the Lebanese place. Uh, That's you know, good. It's, yeah, it's yep. a little corner place it in the Northeast, and, it's, and I've eaten there. Yeah, it's nice.
3: Used to be a big listener to the KQ Morning Show. Yeah? She was, yeah. I wasn't aware of that. No, she was a huge listener.
6: Yeah, I've eaten there many times.
3: Oh, I, I, but to leave off Cecil's and Crossroads, how? <laughs>
1: uh, it's so funny because I opened that up this morning. and I was like, "Oh, I'll find Cecil's on this list." That was the first thing I was going to go look. <laughs> and when it didn't have it, I was like, "Oh, Tom and Gelvin are going to be
6: pissed." You I know, one, pissed. one thing I've noticed about the strip, yeah, uh, it's not the sort of thing I look for. It actually isn't. But I I don't think the I don't think there's a brother working there. One of my brothers. Yeah. They, brother with a J. I think they're totally ethnically cleansed. I hope, oh! I, I hope I'm hope i wrong about that.
3: I hope you're wrong about that, too. That could be a very nasty outcome.
6: Yeah, because, you know, I mean, uh, if you look at good newspapers, generally there's a, there's a few brothers there.
3: Look, let me tell you something. You take out food from Cecil's or Crossroads and don't tell me that first of all, if you eat their matzo ball soup alone, mm. that, if that's all I ever got,
6: I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's great.
3: It's phenomenal. And to not even make the list, it just, and it does look, it's based on the one writer's opinion. Yeah. But I don't really understand how you wouldn't know about Crossroads and Cecil's.
1: It's, I mean, that's the standard. And like, I was telling Tom earlier, the first time I ever went was with you. You were like, all right, we got to go to this place. This is where you have to go. This is the standard. And that's always been that for me.
6: And of course, there is video. It may be, you may be able to find it on YouTube. Uh, you know where I'm going with this? Of yeah, course. I know. Uh, I know. A, she knows. You know. A Brittany. Know. A Brittany uh, uh, enjoying her first delicatessen, true delicatessen yeah. meal. Was so, that at your house? No, that oh. was at uh, what was the name of the place? Morts. Morts. Morts
1: Deli. Well, Mort's, yeah, so, yeah. Yes,
6: no, yeah, Morts used now, to. Yeah. You know, they used to advertise. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of video. Yeah. And, and so over we did, <laughs> and over. So we did a video. We went over to Morts, uh, but since they were sponsors and. Uh, <laughs> And I did sort of a—I guess it was a tutorial on uh, yeah. on how uh, how your Gentiles could enjoy uh, delicatessen food. And Brittany, of course, you know she was great because this was—I think—Brittany hadn't had a lot of experience eating uh, delicatessen food. No. <laughs> <Shocking>. <laughs> oh, what and, shocking! And watching her eat was—I mean, for me, you know, like sort of a, a, a father figure. You know, mm-hmm. it was—it just warmed my heart to see her enjoying that food. Well, I understand it
3: now. I saved this specifically for you mm-hmm. i've been waiting to get to it for two hours almost now but i saved it i gotta wait till galfano gets here you know that some guy thought his name was m howard Gelfano, didn't you
6: no. That was like my first byline at the Minneapolis <laughs> Tribune. Um, McHoward-Gelfano.
3: McHoward-Gelfano? That's what it was. McHoward-Gelfano. That's about right. I love that so much. Mc- I, w- I Mc wish Howard. I'd say that.
6: You know, by, right? Yeah.
3: You ever met a McHoward? Because I haven't.
6: Uh, no, I think they're in a very small <laughs> supply there. I think you'd have to go to uh, all continents maybe, to, maybe to search Scotland. for one yeah I mean, and the thing is like if if I look on you know one of those uh, ancestry type uh, type uh yeah. sites, yeah. you know, and I look and it's like uh, it's like you know uh, well, a uh, grandfather from Russia. Great-grandfather from Russia. Great-great-grandfather from Russia. Mm. I don't need any more than that.
3: No, you're right. You yeah, because
6: everybody does that, and they're thinking, oh, God, I wonder, you know, maybe I'm a, like a uh, – I a can trace back to an Ethiopian prince, you know, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, they
3: always think you're that. Right. Yeah, they I do. got nothing
6: like that. <clears throat> no, I yeah, don't now everybody that. is 132nd Indian, of course. We know that. Oh, yeah,
3: we know that yeah. now, especially if they're running for office.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> then they that. definitely
3: are. Okay, there are seven comments about this article that appears in the Star Tribune about the top delis in the Twin Cities. They do not mention – Crossroads or Cecil's? We think that's a massive mistake. What I have not seen the comments yet? Do you think they'll be positive or negative?
6: Um, well, most comments I think are negative.
3: Yes, most of them are. But
6: in this case, um, I don't know.
3: I have no idea. You no,
6: know, I don't know if they will be. A, I'd like to think that the Anti Defamation League would comment. <laughs> come, on, <take laughs> but they over. probably won't. Okay, here
3: we go. First comment says this is from Let Me Tell You. <laughs>
6: Let me tell you.
3: Northeast Minneapolis is well represented here. Northeast Minneapolis, the home of the Jew, (laughs) as they say.
6: Yeah. Yeah, No question about Maybe a a few Jewish policemen. Yeah, (laughs) that'd be about
0: it.
3: Uh, MN Viewer, you write a column on delis in the Twin Cities and omit Cecil's in St. Paul, perhaps the only real New York-style deli in these parts. Such a glaring miss calls into question your gastronomic credentials.
6: Right on. And whether any of
3: your recommendations merit a visit at all. (laughs) I love MN Viewer. Yes. Uh, Fast Speed. I love that most of these are in Northeast Minneapolis uh joanne 0402. emily's is one of the first places i dined when i moved here in the late 1970s it was always my first stop every time i visited the twin cities while i was away for nearly 30 years it's still my favorite oh yeah i love emily's mm-hmm. I, I understand that uh sea well joe crossroads delicatessen is also delicious see our yeah. choices come up with the people yeah uh, Crossroads Delicatessen is also delicious. 2795 Hedberg Drive, Minnetonka, off Hopkins Crossroad and Cedar Lake Road. I love the wild rice casserole and the strawberry chicken salad. He picked the, two <laughs> the least Jewish <laughs> things know. to eat.
6: That's exactly what I was That's thinking. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, these, they're no, not. Have no mention of corned beef or matzo ball soup? <laughs> I always get the, the, the big bowl of matzo ball soup there.
3: And it closes with uh, two things. Skip mock. Says what? No Cecil's. And Blazier Blah says one word, Cecil's. Yep. So Crossroads and Cecil's do come up several times. Yeah. And they should.
6: Get the Anti Defamation League on this one. Come I on. I
3: agree. I agree. There's I no hope they'll put out a it.
6: statement this afternoon.
3: No doubt about it. They should put out a statement. Yeah, You're absolutely, absolutely right. So I'm glad to see that you agree with the situation that these. These horrible human beings. No,
6: I, I looked at the headline, and I thought, you know, this is going to be fun. It's the first thing I looked at when I got up today.
3: Okay, the guy who wrote the article's name is John Cheng. John?
6: <laughs> probably not a, one of my brothers, no. Probably
3: not yeah, probably not a Jew. That's no. probably true.
6: No. I mean, not not that you have to be one. I, I'm just thinking maybe somewhere, you know, I was going to say in the building, but, of course, no one's in the building itself.
3: You know what's so great? Mike Gelfand names of the best Asian restaurants in Minnesota. <laughs>
6: Well, but Although um,
3: Jews love yeah. Asian food. Yeah, that's absolutely. the problem. Yeah. Number one, P.F. Chang's.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I do actually like P.F. Chang's. Those lettuce wraps are really good. Sure. Well, you got to, I mean, the, the walk in the park.
3: That's, yeah, walk in the walk park.
6: Walk in the park is so uh, good. That is number
3: one for yeah. me. Nobody will ever top Nankin, though.
6: Well, no. That, that was that a Owned by
3: Jews, by the way.
6: Yes, Golden family.
3: The Golden family. You know, my
6: friend Dick Golden. Sure. Uh, that was um, that, love that was his Golden. uncle who who ran the place. Dick. I just
3: saw it, Richard about two weeks ago. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I I think the world of him. <laughs> Isn't guy. he something? Yep. Wonderful guy.
6: And Dick's father, uh, who I was very familiar with, because his father uh, had the, uh, the scrap yard, the auto scrap yard.
3: Yeah, yep, I remember that.
6: Yeah, you know, down in the uh, the Poison Well site. Well,
3: yeah, uh, Washington Avenue, right? Well,
6: no, this one was in, in St. Louis Park. Oh, it was in St. Louis Golden, Park. Golden Auto. Oh, over by the ballpark. Y- yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And I'd, I'd go over there, like, you know, I'd, I, always had, uh, I always had to drive my dad's uh, hand-me-down cars, and, of course, in those days, they were all crap. Sure. So I'd say, oh, man, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd go over to my, uh, to my local uh, mechanic just down this, just a couple blocks away, and I'd say, uh, what's going on here? And he'd say, that's oh, the alternator. And I'd say, oh man, how much is that going to cost? He'd say, well, you know, it's going to cost three hundred ninety-nine dollars plus labor. But he said, you don't. I mean, that car, that car isn't going to make it five thousand <laughs> miles. You know, you know, he, Let he, it go. He said, you know, so I could just go over to go over to Golden Auto. So I go over to Golden Auto and I yep. I tell uh, Dick's dad, I'd say, uh, I need an alternator for my you know nineteen sixty two Chevy. Sure. And he'd say, well, let me see what we got. And he'd disappear into the scrapyard, you know. And he'd come back about five minutes later, panting with grease all over his hands yeah, and his face. It. And he'd say, yeah, this, this should do the job. He said, uh, it, looks, uh, it looks like it'll last for a while. And I'd say, great. Yeah, I'd say, how much, how much does it cost? And he'd say, um, uh, you know, $6.30. You know, From like,
3: 400 down to <laughs> 6 bucks. Yeah,
6: okay. and there was no blue book or anything. You I know? love it. So I'd give them the $6.30 cash only.
3: You're making me sad because <laughs> I'm looking back on Washington Avenue, Broadway.
6: Yeah.
3: Oh, God, I love that. Great memories, those scrap yards down there, the auto parts stores. Those scrap, one of the scrapyards is still there, I think.
6: I think it is. Well, that's the one that's right across from where Irv's used to be. Correct. Right? That's so exactly yeah. Right. So you know, whenever I did the remotes from Irv's at uh, at A.M. when they opened, there'd always be guys coming over from the scrapyard. They had just brought in a bunch of scrap, you yep. know. Yep. And so they got a they got a check for you know like a seventy dollars and forty cents. That would cash the check. They'd cash the check there. And, uh, you know, the guys would uh, spend a happy day there and then probably stumble into the nearest uh, motel. Sure. Spend the night. You know, it's a night on the town for these guys.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.